0: Welcome to this special Word on Wednesday podcast for Christmas. Thank you for joining us.
1: John Mason is the speaker and writer of this special Christmas podcast. The carols Once in Royal David's City, O Come All Ye Faithful, and O Holy Night are sung by the choir of St Andrew's Cathedral, Sydney, under the direction of Ross Cobb. Prayers are drawn from an Australian prayer book, 1978. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Today we journey back in time to the birth of Jesus. We'll hear again the ancient records telling us that Jesus was born of a virgin, Mary. His birth was announced as shepherds and heralded by a heavenly choir. But before we make the journey back in time, let's first pray for ourselves and for others. Let's pray for a world where self-interest and darkness too often shut out the light of truth. And so let's pray for a world that is torn with hate, conflict and war, a world where there is sorrow and grief. Sovereign Lord God, direct with your wisdom and power the leaders of the nations. Give them such wisdom and understanding that they may restrain wickedness and vice, and uphold justice and truth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And a prayer for people in need. O God, the Creator and Preserver of all humankind, we humbly pray for all who are in any kind of trouble, sorrow, sickness, anxiety or need. Lord, most of all, in your great mercy, bring comfort and hope through the good news of the Gospel of Jesus Christ who died and rose again to save us, and who gives us meaning and hope forever. We ask all of this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: A Bible reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 14. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered, This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favours.
0: Does Christmas hold out something special for you? A time to be with family, COVID permitting? A joyful celebration? Or is it nothing but fake news and a season of stress? Let me touch on two scenes in the biblical narrative in Luke chapter 2. But first, let's remember who the writer is. Luke the physician. Trained in medicine, he understood the principles of research. Indeed, at the outset of his narrative, he assures us that he has carefully researched his account of the Jesus story and verified it with eyewitnesses. Furthermore, like all good historians, he identifies the time of the events of which he speaks. At the beginning of chapter 2 he writes, In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. As we look back at this, we see that Augustus' mandate, requiring a census of the people, set in motion events that result in the fulfillment of God's promises. It's worth noting that the God who exists beyond time works out His own purposes in the course of human decisions and affairs. The time came for Mary to deliver her child, Luke continues, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. The word inn is not an accurate translation of the original word. The usual word for inn is found in the story of the Good Samaritan, where the Samaritan generously provides for a victim of terrorism at an inn. The word in Luke chapter 2 is another word, katalema, which literally means a place to stay, or guest room. It's the same word that Luke uses to refer to a guest room in a private house in Jerusalem where Jesus celebrated the Passover with his disciples. In Jesus' day, poorer families lived in homes with one large extended room, for living and for sleeping. And at one end, there was always a small area at ground level, but under the same roof where the family animals were kept at night to keep them secure. Luke is telling us that in the home where Jesus was born, there was literally no guest room. Mary had to make do for the birth of Jesus at the end of the living room near the animals. What's more, she used the cattle feeding trough, a manger, for Jesus' crib. Luke again surprises us in his record when he reports that an angel announced the birth to shepherds who were working on a hillside near Bethlehem. In the same region there were shepherds out in the field, he writes, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and said, To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who was the Messiah, the Lord. At the time of Jesus' birth, Shepherds were at the bottom of the social order. They were the lost, the outsiders. Why did the angel announce the birth to them? Given the resources of heaven, they could have pulled off one very spectacular announcement in Bethlehem, or better still, in Jerusalem. To begin to appreciate the reason the angel spoke to the shepherds, we need to consider a backstory that we find in the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel spoke of the kings of Israel as shepherds, but he knew that many of them were self-indulgent, power-hungry exploiters. In Ezekiel's day, God's people had been conquered by the Babylonians. Jerusalem was in ruins, and its people were in exile. Ezekiel chapter 34 tells us it was the fault of the kings, the shepherds. But Ezekiel's news is not all negative. He speaks of a day when God would raise up a new and perfect king, a shepherd king in the line of King David. A king whose power and glory was far beyond what anyone dreamed. With the angel's announcement to the shepherds, we see that Jesus' birth is the fulfillment of Ezekiel's promise. God himself would raise up a king to do things Israel's kings hadn't done, restore the weak and gather the lost. Offer an amnesty and open up His rule of justice and peace for the world forever. Then they will know that I, the Lord their God, am with them. Jesus' birth is indeed the very best news the world has ever known. In fulfilment of His promise, The Creator God Himself has reached down from the glory of highest heaven to rescue and transform the lives of all people, even the lowliest, including the outcasts. No wonder the heavenly choir of angels broke into song, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, shalom, peace. In her Christmas broadcast in 2012, Queen Elizabeth II said, The carol, in the bleak midwinter, ends by asking a question of all of us who know the Christmas story of how God gave himself to us in humble service. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. The carol gives the true answer. Yet what can I give him? Give my heart how right this is. Jesus wants us to turn to Him, our Saviour King, and to give Him our heart in true repentance, love and loyalty. Indeed, it is when we give our hearts to Jesus that we can truly sing of the night when Jesus was born. O Holy Night, it is the night of the dear Saviour's birth.